Well, hello there. What is up? I am super excited to be here today. I'm actually excited to be here most every day, but more so I think I'm more excited that you're here every single Wednesday or whatever day you download and listen to the podcast. I'm glad that you show up. I'm glad we have this time together. And today we are going to be talking about how we can avoid workout burnout. I want to give you some quick tips to make your workouts more efficient, to make them more fun, and to make them more consistent. Recently, I asked on Instagram, and I do this periodically. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is deliciouslyfit, the letter N, healthy. And I typically will ask in the story sometimes a question or I try to get some feedback from you so that I can make sure I'm covering your needs. And I recently asked what topics you wanted me to cover, and one of them was consistency and how that a person could be more consistent. And I know that we all hope that there's like a magic pill to consistency and to like help us enjoy our workouts better. But the truth is there isn't. But there are some quick tips, some things that we can add into our life to help make workouts more enjoyable, to help avoid that burnout where we just don't want to work out, where we dread it, and to just be more consistent. So that is what we are going to go over today. And of course, as always, if you find this episode helpful or any of my episodes helpful, don't forget to share it on your social media with your friends. Please take the time to write a review. It just helps the podcast grow. It helps us have better topics and more guests. And it's just useful for all of us here. Today's review is from Lena Love 35 It's titled, Brings Mental Peace. After years of disordered eating, self-deprecating diets, and grueling hours of workouts that only led me to pinch my skin, I stumbled upon this podcast that changed my life. Every time I felt horrible about my body and my health, I turned this podcast on and was greeted by Andrea's warmth and knowledge, and it made me feel welcomed and accepted when I couldn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Because of this podcast, I literally want my cake and to eat it too. I found myself peace of mind through this podcast, and it's led me to the healthiest I've ever felt. Thank you so much, Andrea. No, thank you so much, Lena. Here is the deal. Here's the deal for you. I literally built this podcast because I wanted it to be a home for people. I wanted there to be a seat at the table for everybody. I wanted people to come here and feel a safe haven from all of the chaos in the health and fitness world. And honestly, just in in the crazy world anyway, being a mom or being a woman or like all the things we have on your plate. I wanted you to be able to stick in your earbuds and feel empowered here. So thank you so much for that review. It literally made me so happy. It made me want to show up every single day for you. So please, if you love the podcast, please write a review. I read every single one and it helps me share with you. And I love to hear from you. It is so helpful for me because my goal is truly to empower you to make your life better. So I'm glad that you're here. All right. Something I do kind of want to point out is I'm really big into working out. Obviously, I'm trying to help you be consistent, but a big piece of your workout that people forget helps so much, no matter if your goal is fat loss or maintaining or building muscle, is your protein intake. I've talked about it in so many episodes. It's why I was so happy to have ButcherBox on the podcast. I've used ButcherBox for probably, I'm getting close to two years now. I love them. You 
It's a subscription-based model. You get online. You can pick the size of your box. It's high-quality meats. They have organic chicken, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, really high-quality meats. They We are like a big fan of their, my husband really loves their ribeye, but I really love a filet. And more so, I love that there's no antibiotics, there's no added hormones. It's packed fresh, delivered straight to my house. I'm super busy. <laughs> like my life is like chaos. And sometimes I don't make it to the store. So it's so nice to know that high quality meats are going to show up at my house. It's going to make it easier for us to make meals. It's going to make it easier for me to get my protein in because it's already there so I can make dinners better. And then it helps my metabolism because protein is one of the main pieces that helps fuel muscle, which fuels your metabolism. For ButcherBox, right now, if you use the code in the bio, you are going to get a free pack of bacon for life. So every single month, you're going to get a free pack of bacon and you get $10 off. All you're going to do is go to ButcherBox, that's B-U-T-E, T-C-H-E-R-Box.com slash make it simple. And I will also have this obviously a direct link in the show notes. You're going to enter the code, which is make it simple. So just the name of the podcast and you get your free bacon for life with every single shipment and then your $10 off your first order. Again, I really do love ButcherBox because I know I'm getting high quality meat. I know it's responsibly raised and I know it's coming straight to my doorstep to make my life easier. So again, ButcherBox, make it simple as the code and you are going to love it. Free bacon for life. I mean, how can you really complain about that? And they even have like low nitrate bacon and everything. So high quality meat, you're going to love it. Again, butcherbox.com slash make it simple. All right. So now that we talked about getting your protein in and you're ready to make the workout effective, let's talk about how to make your workout more consistent and more enjoyable for you. So let's get into it. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, so I'm going to be honest. The tips I'm going to give today, none of them are going to, like, blow your mind or knock your socks off. They are all realistic tips. But let's be honest. That's kind of how I do things. I I feel like when we talk about, like, these extreme ideas, that's where, like, you lose people. So I'm not extreme, and I'm not going to suggest that you be extreme. So I'm going to give you some tried-and-true tips that I give my clients, that I give my friends, that I use myself. And while some of them, I'm sure you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I already do that. No big deal. I'm hoping that some of them you're like, oh, okay, I can do that. Or even if you know all of them, I'm hoping that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, like that shirt in the back of your closet you forgot about and then you pull it out and you're like, oh, this was cute. I'm hoping that the tips I give today are kind of like that. And with the tips I give, some of them are going to be to help you with consistency with your workout. And some of them are going to be to make your workout more enjoyable, more exciting. So understand that there's also going to be a mix of those. So my first tip, I'm going to call it multitask it. And what I mean is I want you to combine an activity you really, really love and look forward to with your workout. This is going to help you be consistent. 
So for example, I love listening to podcasts. It is my jam. Hence why I was like, I'm going to make my own podcast because I love podcasts. So I only listen to podcasts when I lift weights because it is something that I look forward to. It's enjoyable. I will download my favorite shows and the favorite episodes that I want to hear. And I am excited to go in and lift weights because I know I get to listen to my favorite episode. I know a lot of people who do that as well with their shows. They'll record their show and then they will say, I am not going to watch my favorite show unless I am lifting weights or unless I'm doing cardio because that helps guarantee that they get to enjoy the show, but they're also getting their workout in. I even do work this way. It helps me to get more done. So I often will ride a bike. I used to walk a lot, but since I've had some hip issues, I've switched to riding a bike more and I will ride a bike and I will work at the same time. It helps me multitask it. I don't get bored riding the bike because otherwise, like, I I mean, I get distracted easily. I have ADHD and I'm like, duh, 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 duh. And before I know it, I'm like off, like sorting laundry and like organizing my shoes in my closet. <laughs> so it helps me stay focused on what I'm doing. So that's why I say multitask activity. Pair it up with something you enjoy something you look forward to so that you make sure that you're only doing that thing you enjoy while you're exercising, lifting weights or cardio, either one works, or pair it up with something you enjoy, some activity that you look forward to, or pair it up with an activity that keeps your mind busy so that you can just do the workout and get it in. Now, obviously, I hope that you're doing workouts that you enjoy sometimes, but sometimes we are just like trying to lift and it's not like every time I lift, it's overly exciting. So that's why I'm saying pair it up with something that you look forward to because that will help you be more consistent and that will help you look forward to the workout because you're looking forward to a piece that's going to occur during the workout, aka a podcast you like or a show you like. A part two to that piece is make a new playlist. This is my next tip. Oftentimes, again, we're using the same playlist. We're super bored. We're just not enjoying. We're doing the same run. So I'm going to suggest make a new playlist. And even by playlist, I don't just mean songs, even though I do mean songs. I also mean change up the order of your workouts, change up the style in which you are running, like do some sprints, do some short things, do some long things, you know, add walking in, change up the playlist. I'm meaning adding variety, including music and your style of exercise. So that is my second tip. We don't want to just go through the motions because that's very boring and that's going to cause us to be inconsistent and it's going to cause us to not like our workout. My next quick tip is, and I know this sounds maybe silly, but get new shoes or new workout gear. Now, here's why I say this. Oftentimes I get clients that come to me and their feet hurt and they're like, my feet just hurt. I just, I don't like this workout or this or that. And I literally ask, how old are your tennis shoes? And do you have the right kind of tennis shoes for what you are doing? And oftentimes they don't. They're like, oh, my tennis shoes are four years old. No, we do not want old shoes like that. Your feet are precious. Your feet are sensitive and your feet is what your whole body stands on. So you need good shoes. It's going to help you be more consistent because your feet will be comfy and it's going to make any workout more enjoyable. So for example, 
For my clients, we do a mix of cardio and strength training. So I typically have them wear cross trainers because it gives them a variety in how they can do the workout and it makes them feel good during the workout. If you are a runner or a walker, you need running or walking shoes. So I really like Hoka's. That's probably my personal favorite. I know a lot of people like Brooks running shoes, but I'm a big fan of Hoka's. That's H-O-K-A-S. If you are doing lifting, you want a really flat shoe, super, super flat. It kills me when I see people doing like squats and trying to do lateral movements and they're in these big, thick running shoes. And then they're wondering why their form is off because their foot, the the shoe is made for running. It's not made for squatting. It's a very different activity. It's not made for lateral movements. So if you are trying to lift weights by themselves with no cardio, you want to do a more flat shoe. Um, I know the nobles are a pretty good shoe. Um, If you do mix in cardio with that, I know the Nike Metcons are okay, but my personal favorites for cross trainers are probably Reeboks. I really love their cross trainers. So you do want that variety. It's really important. So if you're getting burnt out of your workout because your feet are uncomfortable, that's important. As I said, also workout clothes. You want to be comfortable in your workout clothes. It is not fun to be uncomfortable. And oftentimes we're wearing tights that are too tight for us. We're wearing tops that are sucking us in. We're wearing sports bras that our boobs are bouncing around in and we feel super self-conscious or it's like super uncomfortable and painful. If you have a larger chest, get a good supportive bra. It's really important. If you have a smaller chest, I still suggest getting a nice fitted bra. You don't want it loose and you don't want it overly tight where it starts to hurt your neck as well. Same thing with pants. People tease me kind of because I'm like, don't wear pants. (laughs) Well, I wear pants. I'm not Donald Duck. (laughs) I wear pants. That sounded so weird. My husband's going to be like, oh my gosh, what are you telling people? I wear shorts is what I mean. I don't wear pants. I wear shorts. And the reason why is because I noticed when I was working out that I was always pulling on my pants. I don't have a very big hips. I wish I had more curvy hips. I think curvy hips are so stunning. And the truth is the grass is always, you know, everyone always wants what's on the other side. The grass is green on their side. I would love some more curvy hips, but I don't. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that. But that also means that typically when I wear leggings, I am always pulling at my waist. I am always pulling the pants up because I don't have um, very big hips at all. They're very, very, very slender. So I realized that every time I was doing kickboxing stuff, I was annoyed because I was pulling on my pants and I was uncomfortable. I switched to shorts and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so enjoyable. I don't have to think about my clothes. I'm just doing the movements. I'm not always pulling at my pants. I'm not wondering if my pants are see-through. You know, I'm not wondering if I peed my pants. That's the other thing. Make sure you know how to use your pelvic floor because that makes workouts uncomfortable as well. Like all of those things matter. So that's my third tip is to get some solid good shoes that are going to make your workout feel good and going to make it more effective. Same thing with your clothes. You don't want to be yanking on your clothes. You don't want to be in unbreathable clothes. Like I typically will wear some moisture wicking shirts. Um, sometimes I wear cotton. It doesn't bug me, but I know everyone's different. My husband's like, no, never. I can't do that. So play around with different things. You don't always have to spend a ton of money either. 
Right now, my favorite tank top is at Target and it's $8.50. In fact, I bought another tank top recently that is a very similar style and it was like over $30. And I want to throw all those away because I love this tank top that's at Target that's $8.50. I'll put a link for it in the show notes because I think it's a fantastic tank top. <laughs> and I ordered it in like five colors. So it's not always even about like it has to be expensive. It's about it has to feel good on your body. So be aware of that. And if you're getting a little burnt out or you're not wanting to be consistent, it might be because you're uncomfortable when you're working out. And while I know that might sound silly, it does make a difference. The next thing I'm going to suggest, if you're someone who's like, I just don't have time, I struggle with it, I would suggest going back and listening to my episode 64, How to Reframe the Thought, I Don't Have Time. I do suggest listening to that episode. But in there, I talk about time blocking, and I'm going to talk about that as well here. Time blocking for me has been a game changer. When I don't take the time to time block, my day is a complete disaster. Like I mean like my whole house like catches on fire like a volcano. It is so useful for me. And what time blocking is is you set certain parameters of time that you're going to do certain things. I am excellent at working and working out. As I mentioned, I like to answer emails and work out. But I've learned that there's other things in my life that I simply can't multitask. And when I do, they fall apart for one. Or if I try to have too much on my plate and don't set parameters of the actual time during the day that I'm going to do it, most of the time it seems like the things that I really are important for me, like to self-care, get put last. They, They never get done. I put all the things for everyone else first, and then like I go last. So when I say time blocking, I mean set a time in your schedule, look at it, pick however much time fits. Now that's going to vary by person. You may only have 15 minutes. You may have 25 minutes. You may have 45 minutes. You may have an hour. I'm not here to tell you how much time you have, but I'm here to tell you that something is better than nothing. So if you only have 15 minutes, it's all good. Set aside 15 minutes and go on a walk. Set aside 15 minutes and do a set of like 10 squats and then 10 push-ups and do like a ladder exercise where you do nine and then eight and then seven and six. Do something. There's plenty you can do in 15 minutes, I promise. But set that time and make it consistent and time block it into your schedule. I do use a day planner. I use a push journal. It's from Shalene Johnson. It's like my lifeline. I live and die by it. And I have set goals on there. And then I lay out my day. And even in my day, like I put in simple things like I'm going to paint my girl's nails during this time. I'm going to do this during this time. I'm going to make dinner during this time. Whatever it is, but it's really clear. And then I kind of know how the day's going and I make sure things happen. And that is helpful. So if you're struggling with consistency, please start time blocking, looking into it, set a appointment with yourself and make it happen. And it is more useful if you make that appointment pretty much the same time every day and then block that time out. So it is for your workout. Along with that, I would suggest, if possible, to make that time in the morning. It is more likely to happen in the morning because, as I mentioned, if you are trying to be consistent and you push it to the night, 
you're going to get tired of the night. Something's going to come up. All of a sudden, you know, you're just distracted or you have no energy and it won't happen. So I do also suggest if part of why you're listening to this episode is to find consistency to not only add the time blocking, but to try to do it in the morning if possible, because I do think that that has shown they've done research and shown that if people can get the workout done in the morning, typically they're more likely to consistently get it in. Okay, my next tip, and this one is also for consistency, but also to make it fun, is make a date. Make a date with a friend. Make it fun. The other morning, I woke up, and it was super early, and we went outside to do something, and my neighbor, I'm like friends with all my neighbors, and one of my neighbors was walking with a couple of girlfriends that I didn't know, and it was super early in the morning, and I thought, good for them. Good for them that they like made a date and they like are chatting it up with their friends. And instead of just going to sit at a restaurant or going to sit at a park, like they got up and they went on like a speed walk together and they could chat it up and they could get an exercise workout in. And that is fantastic. Invite a friend to do something with you. Try a new class. Make it a date with a friend. If you're like, I don't have anyone to work out with, make it a date with a workout that you like where you are watching a video and the people on the video are even engaging for you. If you love... For example, like working out with Shanti, he is funny and he's outgoing, then make a date with Shanti and make it at the same time and make it enjoyable and look at it that way. But I do suggest if you can get someone in person to join you like a workout partner, it will be helpful. Try it with your spouse even. My husband and I are busy and our kids are crazy and we're trying to get time in together so we will like have them get on their scooters and we will go on a walk behind them and that's better again than nothing. Invite a neighbor over to do a boot camp with you or try something new which I'm going to get into the next tip I have besides making it a date to like make it enjoyable or something different and like build connection. But to also, my next tip is try something new. Branch out and try new styles of workouts. Last week, I talked about a couple different styles of workouts. You will always hear people bash other styles. I'm not about that. I see the beauty in all of them. Um, I can see the beauty in going to a Pilates class, going to a yoga's class, going to a heavy you know, boot camp class, lifting just strength training with no cardio. I see the beauty in even doing regular cardio. I think they all have their purpose and their place. And a lot of times we get in a rut and it becomes boring because we're doing what everyone else is doing, or we've been doing the same thing over and over again. So we don't want to do it anymore and it's boring and we become inconsistent or we're just copying what we see other people do so we're like oh I guess that's what gets you in shape I don't like that and then we wonder why we're not consistent so try something new there's many reasons why trying something new is effective for one it challenges your body in a new way Last week, I told you guys the story about running through the airport and how I almost passed out and died. So it challenges your body in a new way. If you haven't listened to last week's episode on six styles of training that you need, go back and listen to it. It's really good. Number two, it makes you stronger mentally and physically because you're doing something new. Anytime you do something new, it maps new wavelengths in the brain and it also helps your body work in a new way. So you're actually going to burn more calories if you do something new. It's really easy to fall into a pattern and just do the same old stuff you love. But oftentimes, even that same old stuff you love can get boring. You know I am a massive fan of kickboxing. I've done it since I was 19. I love it. But I remember even just a couple months ago, a friend said, hey, do you want to come to this dance class with me? And I was like, 
Mm, no. <laughs> and she's like, I'm making you come to dance class with me. And so I went with her and I loved it. I loved it because it was so different. There were songs I hadn't heard before or like at least in a long time. And like the music choreographed the songs and I just enjoyed it so much. And I didn't even realize I would. And it just kind of jazzed up my love for different styles of fitness. So if you're feeling burnout, if you're feeling bored with your workout, if you're not consistent, jazz it up with something new. Literally look up different classes in your area. I know a lot of people even have walk-in classes where you can pay like $10 and just go to like a walk-in class or something like that. And it's worth doing every once in a while. I know that's not something that a lot of people can do consistently, but it's worth doing every once in a while. Or if that's not a fit for you, YouTube is your friend. There's so many different styles of workouts, like full workouts on YouTube. So get on YouTube and try something that way, just something new. My last tip for you, and this is more of the mental connection with exercise, is you need to understand why you exercise. I've mentioned this before. It can't be because you want to be a certain weight. It can't be because you want to fit into a certain size clothing. That's not empowering. That is not true health. True health is I want to feel good. I want to run with my kids. I want to be able to do all the things that I see other family members do or my children doing. I want to not go up the stairs and feel like I might pass out from huffing and puffing because I'm so out of shape. I want to be able to be active with my grandkids. Whatever it is, you have to have a why. I suggest if you're really struggling with consistency to pay attention if you're focusing on negative aspects or positive aspects of fitness. And I do also talk about that in episode 88 when I talk about focusing and what your goals are and what you're focusing on, but you really want to focus on the positive aspects of fitness, how it helps you, how it makes you feel on the inside. I know that you're like, yeah, it makes me feel hot and sweaty and I don't always love it, but how do you feel after? You feel accomplished and I want you to remember that. So if you struggle with consistency, I want you to take five minutes when this episode ends and write down five things about exercise that is useful for you, that you like, you're wise. And I want you to stick it on your mirror, stick it on your fridge, stick it wherever you need to, to be able to read it more, to try to make yourself more consistent in that way and to remind you why you want to exercise. Because truly it's about longevity and it's about a lifestyle more so than like any certain shape or anything. I want to quickly review all of those tips that I gave you. As I know, you know, obviously, none of them were extreme. All of them are very normal. But that's the thing about fitness is sometimes it becomes normal and mundane and boring. And we forget that these small little change-ups make a huge difference and help us be consistent. And we can find new workouts we love, new soulmate workouts, new things that we enjoy, and we can always mix it up and still get plenty of benefits of exercise without having to do a certain workout that someone else told us we have to do. There definitely is variety. As I said, all workouts have their place. And I'm highly always going to suggest that you have strength training in your workout routine somewhere. And that I think a mix of cardio is useful for your cardiovascular system, but really having that strength training to help maintain the muscle, to help your metabolism, to help with longevity, aches, pains, you know, all of those things is very useful, but a variety is still definitely possible. So Let's review them real quick. You want to multitask it. 
add it together with something you love so you're more likely to do it, or add it together with something that helps your mind stay busy, like work. If you are someone who works a lot also, don't be scared to get a standing desk. Like, I'm serious. I swear by them. Don't be scared to use talk to text to answer emails. Definitely do proofread them, though. I've definitely sworn at people by accident and said some very inappropriate things when I wasn't paying attention. So definitely proofread your talk to text. But that can help you get things done, and it can help you be moving. So multitask it. The next one was make a new playlist. And a new playlist literally meant your songs. Change them up. Change up your workout routine, change up your running routine, just change up the routine and just like the order in which you do things or the speed or the tempo, anything like that. Next, get new shoes or new workout gear. That's really important. You want to feel good in what you are wearing and have it be effective for the activity you're doing. Time block your workout. Set a time, make it consistent, make it like appointment and make it happen. Make a date, invite a friend make it with, I don't even care, a program, whatever it is. But I do suggest sometimes that social interaction is very helpful. So try to get together with someone to do an activity together where you are exercising. Try something new. Any type of new activity is going to be helpful. I know I said that I wanted you to change up the activity as in like the order in which you're doing stuff, like with the tempo of running or anything like that, but also just fully changing the activity. So not even just changing up your exercises, but changing the entire base of what you're doing. If you're always running, go try a yoga class. And lastly, understand your why. Why does fitness matter? Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you care about your health? Sometimes you got to tell yourself that over and over again, sometimes when you're not in the mood. And to be honest, if you miss a day, no big deal. That's okay. You should take rest days. I'm a big fan of taking a rest day. So stop beating yourself up if you miss a day or two, no big deal. But if you notice it's consistent over an extended period of time, yeah, we probably need to change things up and I want you to try some of these things I said and they can help, especially that workout partner because it really can help with accountability, even if you can have someone to check in with. And that can even be a coach. If you make it a date, it can even be a coach where you're checking in with them to help make sure that you do it. That can help with consistency. So be aware of that. Like I know my clients have to report how many workouts they did a week and my coaching staff is super positive. We are like... We love our people so much, but having that, you know, camaraderie where they know that we're going to chat with each other and they know we're going to read their forms helps. So that's another way to be consistent with making it a date that I actually didn't mention before, but really is helpful. So that's it for today. I know those were all really simple tips, but if you're struggling with consistency, Pick one of those tips and start there and try to make it happen. If you're burnt out or bored with your workout, Pick one of those tips and start there and see how it goes this week. I hope this episode was helpful. And as always, if it was, please share it with your friends, family, and on social media. And as always, you know I mean it. You are doing better than you think you are. All right, we'll chat next week. 